Hello, welcome to today's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have Stephen Alexander. Um, he works, uh, you're a, I get, well, connected to a horror host out of uh, Dayton. Uh, we have a couple mutual <laughs> friends and whatnot. Uh, Stephen, tell us about yourself, sir. Well, um, I play, uh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm going to let the cow out of the bag. Uh, most people know anyway. Anyway, uh, um, I play a character called Baron Von Porkchop uh, from a, a local uh, TV program called The Terrifying Tales of the Macabre. Uh, you can find it on uh, DATV, NBCC uh, here locally in Dayton. Uh, you can also find it on uh, the Monster Channel, the streaming service, the Monster Channel. Uh, we play on there as well. Uh, so yeah, that's that's me. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll. We'll hear the Baron here in a little while. I don't know. He's might be creeping around here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> um, who, now I, I ask this to everybody: Who got you into being uh, a horror host? Well, it's actually it's kind of a it's it's a funny story because um, it was my cousin Matt Brassfield. Uh, he he's the one that got me into it, and that was in two thousand nine. Um, and he actually was going to. I'm sure you you're familiar with Dr. Creep, right? Yeah, yeah. Dayton horror host, yeah. yeah uh, so he was actually uh, he's good friends. He was good friends with Dr. Creep before he passed, and uh, he was actually going to shoot uh, a new show with Dr. Creep, a new shock theater uh, program before he passed. So he wanted to, what he wanted to do was like get back into the groove of filming. So he was he asked he came to me and he was like, "Hey, you have uh, do you do you?" have any interest in wanting to do like maybe like a horror host like you know like uh you know like elvira joe bob brig kind of thing you know like you get any interest in that and i was like ah sure why not <laughs> you know <laughs> i yeah i mean i never i never had any ambition to do that but it was like okay yeah i'll, I'll help you out on that so we shot one one show uh one episode and uh, that was supposed to be it we were just supposed to do that and that was it but uh unfortunately uh dr creep had uh, passed away so he was like, well, I showed this to a few people and they, they, they think it's really great. Do you want to keep going with it? And I was like, uh, sure. Yeah, why not? Let's just do it. <laughs> so, you know, two seasons and like 20 specials, well, actually three seasons now and 20 specials later and horror host Hall of Fame induction and all this later. I'm like, OK, I'm probably the most uh, unlikely horror host, but <laughs> it happened. <laughs> oh. It's funny because you know you're related to Matt. I've 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 known Matt off and on, met him through mutual friend uh, Andy, and um, it's funny because I was talking to Matt years ago, and I thought, man, I was I was thinking about being a horror host. He's like, do it, do it, run with it, run with it. And I was like, then I watched <laughs> yeah. you, and yeah, I watched a- all these other people out there that I've interviewed, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not that. I'm not going to be that good. So I, I just left that <laughs> up to the <laughs> the perfect. Yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, he does that with everybody. Anybody who ever even seems like they might have an inkling of wanting to do it, he's like, just do it. Do it right now. And you're like, exactly. well, it's not that easy. It is that easy. Just do it. I, when, <laughs> when I started doing my other show, I had I, he's like uh, second person I messaged because I'm like, thank you. I was like, because if it weren't for you telling me to do this, I wouldn't have done it. And then he was also the one that gave me one of the best pieces of advice is on movies and, and what I show. He goes, uh, easier to ask for forgiveness and ask for permission. So he goes, just do it. They're going to just tell you to take it now. And I'm like, all right. So 
Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, just do what you want to do. And, you know, if they're like, hey, you got to take that down, just take it down there. Exactly. Most of mine never make it that far. YouTube just is like, nope, that, that will not get past this. I have to edit out a little wow. bit, send it on down the road, and then it goes. So, um, all right. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> now, you, t- you told me before we started filming that, that you and the Baron are very different people. You know, is it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was the Baron like fully formed or did you, did the Baron evolve to what he is now? Oh, he, he definitely, he definitely evolved when, when we first started, (laughs) when we first started filming, he was more like dark. So I don't know if you've seen any of the shows, like the the more recent ones. I've seen them all. The the really 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 recent ones. I've watched some of the old ones. I've watched some. And in fact, I've got some. I've got some of the DVDs that I've watched occasionally. Yeah. Well, well, then you know how he is. Yeah. He's like very. Oh, piggies! Oh, yeah. He's like that. And when he first started, he was more dark. So Mm -hmm. he was more like, oh, piggies! Oh, so nice to see you again, like that. So he he's evolved from being this like dark character into this more like bubbly like oh yeah like you know fun loving kind of character uh so yeah when we first uh like realized the character me and matt uh we we just sat down and talked about like what kind of names we wanted and stuff like that everybody asks like where the pork chop thing came from well if you know anything about his backstory he's a slaughterhouse like uh he, he owned a bunch of slaughterhouses in the 1800s and uh and pork was his thing. So pork chop. Also, I've always had the sideburns. So the pork chop sideburns. So it, it just went together. And we all, we thought it was funny. And we had some cool, like advertising for it with like a big pig with the name in it and stuff like that. So uh, it, we just thought it was funny. <laughs> so we went with that. And then, uh, then the show just kind of, you know, took on its own thing. As it went along, we came up with more ideas, more uh, ridiculous stuff that he get into and then yeah so now it is it's what it is now so <laughs> yeah it, it, it's it's funny because i i've seen some of your older stuff and i've seen some of the middle stuff and i like i said i haven't seen a lot of the new new stuff but yeah it's definitely a a, a huge evolution uh, <laughs> yeah. from, from point a to point b now, now yeah. who 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 was more of the person that brought up that created the baron was it you or was it matt it was a collaboration. I mean, we both we both really worked on like the backstory. We both worked on the, the character's development. Uh, as far as the voice and stuff went, that was all me. Um, the the makeup the makeup and stuff that was mostly Matt because uh, he had he loves the older horror hosts. You know, like like Doctor Creep and stuff. You know, they have the dark circles around the eyes, white face. Um, so it's kind of a play on that. It's way more muted. It's not like the really white with the really dark, it's more muted, like more like he's a ghoul, you know, like instead of just being like straight up like a a specter or something. Uh, But um, yeah, so it was a, it was a collaboration for sure. Yeah. It's, um, it's funny because when I've talked to other horror hosts, they always tell me that, that their version of their character is them turned up to 11. And (laughs) you might be the first one that I've met is like, nah, I was, (laughs) No, it's he's completely different than me. Yeah, obviously you can see I'm I'm pretty laid back. I don't really, you know, I'm not real animated all the time and stuff. But 
when I'm that character, that's what I am. I'm very animated. I use my hands a lot and, you know, oh, piggies, oh, yeah, you know, all crazy. So, uh, but that's, that's kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like that's where he was headed. Like he was just heading that direction of being more of a, more ridiculous than more serious, you know? So, yeah. Now, did you, did the whole hand thing, was that something that you did on purpose or was it something that you noticed later and then you <laughs> just kept uh, amping it up. I, it, I didn't, I, it, I just do it. I don't even think about it. Usually I usually just like, I don't know. I just, I usually I don't talk with my hands that much. So like when with him though, it's just like, it, it makes him bigger, you know, like he's, he's everything he says is more important, you know, like he's, yeah. he thinks he's, yeah, he thinks he's so important. So everything he does, he has to have some kind of hand movement or some kind of big gesture or something like that, because he thinks he's a, an important guy. Uh, see, I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't notice how much I used my hands until I started filming my own shows, and then I realized <laughs> that when I do my 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 actual shows, I'm like, "You got what you got to understand is," and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, no clue that I ever did that." And I'm sitting there watching one of my own shows one day, and I'm like, "Yeah, I use my hands a lot." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's good to emphasize things. Yeah, so, yeah, but so, it just happens. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I'm gonna start getting you in the hot seat here. Yeah. What's your favorite episode that you've done so far? Favorite episode? Oh man, that's that is a rough question because there's a lot of really good episodes. Um, as far as segments go, I'm gonna say the the son of Baron. Uh, we actually had a really we have a really great uh, side character that we came up with with one of our friends. His name is Todd. Todd. Um, Todd the Fox. I don't know if you're familiar. He's one, he's a local musician. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's, and he, he did a great job as, because he was supposed to be like in, imitating the Baron and mm -hmm. he did a great job imitating him and we have a really good back and forth. So I, that, that episode's really, really fun. Uh, as far as movies go, uh, we've showed a lot of really good movies. I mean, we showed like White Zombie and stuff like that and they're, they're uh, incredible. But there's one that in particular that I it kind of shocked me that I like so much because it's kind of a slow burn. Uh, it's called Five uh, Five Minutes to Live, and it stars uh, Johnny Cash. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's a horror uh, movie. Five Minutes to Live with Johnny Cash. I have to look that one up because I do yeah. not know that one. Yeah, yeah that that movie wise, that one I was like, man, this is a really good movie. Like he plays this like sinister like dark figure that like they they, they it, he's a like a bank robber with one of his friends and they like invade this girl's home and he's like basically a home invader and he's keeping this girl hostage and he's like got a gun to her and stuff and he's like telling her all this crazy stuff like and he's great in it i was like man that it's it's a really good movie so but we've we've showed tons live. of good movies five minutes to live yep yeah, that up <laughs> when we get off here yeah. um all right here, here's the next question you can money is no object what movie are you putting on your show Ooh, dang uh, i'll probably have to say i have to go back to one of my childhood favorites so it's going to be child's play um either child's play or evil dead 2 uh just because uh those are like the the two horror films that got me into horror in the first place. So I would, that's the two that, you know, one of those two for sure. 
I would definitely have to play. Yeah, for sure. I know it's kind of cliche, but <laughs> most uh, people probably have better answers, but th- those know, are the two that I grew up with. No, I don't think we've ever gotten remotely the same answer. I, I, I take it back. We've gotten like three people with Ed Wood movies that there's like, oh, I, I, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know well, that's, that's weird because most of them are playing nine is, is yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you, you ever find it difficult when dealing with everything almost all the movies have to be in public domain now to be uh horror host did you ever get just like look at one go yeah god like everybody's done that movie can i can i get around that one but you, you know like night of the living dead everybody's done night of the living dead uh, that one yeah that one's the big one uh everybody's done night of the living dead um but everybody loves it so oh, yeah. it you know i don't know honestly I'm not sure we've done it yet. It might be in the third season, but I, I don't know if we've done it yet or not. Um, yeah, that's 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 a big one. It's like, uh, but I mean, there's only so many public domain movies, so like we, and that's what we do normally. Mostly, we also have the the good luck of knowing a bunch of independent filmmakers, so they allow us to use their movies. Sometimes we have a whole episode in season two. I think it's the first episode that's all independent short movies, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool. And we get to do that every once in a while, which is really fun. And, and I've noticed that a lot with some of the other hosts that um, they get really involved with their local, um, you know, the local filmmakers. And next thing you know, they're like, hey, we got like five short films. We could put together a full episode with five short films, you know, segments. And um, it's it's really kind of cool, you know. And I've told this, I grew up on Horror Host. I grew up with, with Dr. Creep. Um, you know, it, it was funny that, that you know, um, through Andy Cop, I ended up meeting him and talking to him off and on over the years. Um, and you get these guys that, that, you know, he had the same stuff. You know, I saw, you know, God, the, the, the classics. Now everybody's got, you know, this little window to which they can operate in because, like you said, public domain, we got, you know, this. Um, but then people are like going like, oh, well, we got all these local filmmakers. Let's go ahead and boot this over to here and get these guys involved. And I think that's so cool because, man, it's, it's you're taking something nostalgic that has been around since, you know, the 50s, 60s and bringing in the new with bringing filmmakers that are just, you know, wanting to get their movies out there and doing whatever they can. And this is just, I don't know. I, I find it really cool. I, yeah. I do. I, I think. No, I, yeah, I agree with you hundred um, percent. Like there's so many good filmmakers that, you know, never get their stuff shown or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's cool to be like, or if they have, it's, you know, in the past or whatever. And they, you know, it's good to like put that another spotlight on that stuff because, uh, some of those movies are great, you know, <laughs> like some of them are not so great, but they're not so great as in they're great because they're not so great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So oh, yeah, like some of our stuff, like some of ours, we've put uh, uh, Matt is a, a, he's an independent filmmaker as yeah. well. So he he has a whole back catalog of stuff where we've used for the show, you know, so mm-hmm. like we showed the sadness, which, which is one of his. We showed Wolf Hunter one and two, which is his like so like. It, yeah, so he's got all that too, and and we were lucky enough to uh, do a whole episode with Andy Cop. I know you, you mentioned Andy, yeah. uh, and uh, we did an interview with him. We showed uh, Quiet Nights of Blood and Pain, uh, so that was really cool too. You know, 
that kind of stuff, you know? Hey, hey, um, literally, and I'll, I'll tell you, um, he's the reason that this show exists right here. Because Andy? Yeah, because uh, I started out, I moved to Tip City uh, in 2000, like 2001. And um, I'm watching the late night public access TV. There's the new shock theater on Tip City television. And it's like, do you want your TV show on public access? And I'm like, okay. And I look and literally it's two blocks away from my house. So I like get out wow. of my apartment, walk down the street, turn a corner. Boom. There's the TV station. And uh, I, I walk in. Uh, there's this, you know, just out there dude. That's uh, <laughs> um, and he's like, I'm like, Hey, I, I'm thinking about wanting to do a TV show. And he's like, okay, let's see what you want to do. And then next thing you know, he's like, well, I'm like, you know, I do comic books and stuff like that. I go to conventions and stuff. And I always talk to all the, get, the, 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 you know, the guests there at the conventions and stuff like that. And I was thinking about recording it and, and he's like, okay, we can do something with this. And then next thing you know, he's like, just go film, do all that stuff. And then we'll bring it back here and I'll show you how to edit everything. And I'm doing it on VHS tapes and all that stuff. That's awesome. And, um, he, like I said, two blocks away, he kept weird hours. So, which was great for me because I worked at a hotel at the time. So I didn't get off till either at 11 or I went in at work at 11. So I'm working in the middle of the night at the TV station. Um, and that's, like I said, that's where I met, um, uh, Dr. Creep because he was in there working with Andy on something. And then I was supposed to be working. And all I did was listen to those two guys tell stories the entire time. <laughs> and, but yeah, literally if it wouldn't have been for him, you know, bringing me into the TV station, showing me how to edit, telling me to go do all this stuff, I would have never done this. And then a few yeah. years ago I decided, you know, Hey, YouTube's a thing now. So why don't I just, <laughs> and, yeah. I embraced it and I ran with that and I've been having fun ever since. So, yeah, he was a big champion of ours too. When we first started. Yeah. Cause him and Matt were close friends. Uh, him and Matt's brother, Brian was even closer friends. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah. When we started doing ours, he was like, yeah, this is great. You know, he was one of the guys that was like, man, that's really good. You should keep going with that. And yeah, he was a, he was a cool guy. I really liked him. Uh, uh, we, I hang out, I hung out with him a few times, you know, through my cousins and yeah. stuff. So well, yeah, I think, they sorely missed for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I met maybe the Baron uh, at like <laughs> Horrorama at the Inglewood Theater years and years ago. So, yeah, I think probably 2011, maybe 2010, somewhere around there, I'm yeah, guessing. About right, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I only did a couple of those. Uh, so I didn't do like, you know, I. So, yeah, I had been early, <laughs> definitely yeah. early on in the the show. <laughs> It's, it's one of them ones where it was like, that's like, I did not realize um, that, that, you know, this like group of people that I've slowly met pretty much everybody from. And because um, uh, you're connected to Mavericks, right? Uh, Game Swap is where Game I Game Swap. Okay. You're connected to Game yeah. Swap, not Mavericks. So, you know, I'm in the comic book business. I know the guys from Mavericks. I know, you know, some of the guys, you know, it just, it's like, Holy crap, man. This this is a I feel like we but it's like no, no, it's only like this big. You're only <laughs> <laughs> small world, man. Small world. That's what they say. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's like I, I had a conversation with uh um Jesse Noble, the guy that does Gem City Comic Con, stuff like that. Oh yeah. And yeah. uh 
realizing that we had met, I don't know how many times we ran with the same people. We hung out with, you know, the same places and we didn't become friends till like a decade later. And <laughs> so it's like, okay, it's weird. This happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Gotta get back to the hard hitting questions here. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Money's no object. I, I always have to put this disclaimer. Money and time is no object. Who would you bring on the time. show? Yes. Oh, uh, well, see, again, it's probably a little cliche, I know, but uh, Bruce Campbell. Uh, because, again, Evil Dead 2, like, that would be the perfect episode for me. It would be Evil Dead 2 with Bruce Campbell. Done. <laughs> I mean, I because I grew up with that stuff. I mean, Evil Dead 2, like I said... Uh, it shaped my horror, my whole outlook of how horror can be. And uh, I compare a lot of things to that, which I probably shouldn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's it. Yeah, Bruce Campbell for sure. Hey, hey, I think you might be the first person who picked somebody that was alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. No, I said but money and time probably. is no object. So you Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, no, so it would still be Bruce. <laughs> um i gotta ask you um with evil dead now did you find it when it when it came out i'm i'm i shouldn't say I, i'm not I'm not 100 sure how old you are did you find it on vhs i'm, I'm 35 35 okay so you're quite um did, did you find it in the video store or did somebody introduce you to evil dead my biological dad uh showed me that um he yeah when he was still had custody of me he would uh he would show he's i have to credit him for all my horror movie everything because he showed me child's play and he showed me evil dead too uh he had it he always had it sitting of the vhs tape sitting right next to his tv and i would always look at it you know because i was pretty young i was probably like nine or ten or somewhere around there and i would always look at it like because it has that skull in the front you know mm -hmm. i'm like ooh, this is this is spooky looking and he's like you want to watch it <laughs> i was like Sure. And it, I loved it. I loved it. I mean, it scared me a little bit too, because I mean, it, for that young, you're like, oh my God, but, uh, but I loved it. And then I was, you know, I was hooked from then on. So. <laughs> yeah. It, it, um, it, for me, it was one of the ones that, that I discovered literally like the video store, you're like walking oh. through the old school video store and then you had evil dead and it was old almost black and white cover of evil dead had him with the chainsaw above his head oh yeah and next to that you I, had evil dead 2 which had the the, the yeah. skeleton eyes with, with his eyes and yeah. i remember watching the first one and watching the second one in the same night and they're like these are like almost the same movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but i didn't i didn't see the first one until way later so i was like when i first when i watched it i was like this is the same movie but like way more serious <laughs> Like there's like a lot more serious like tones un in it. I was like, huh. And then later on, you know, you find out that you know, Evil Dead Two is basically a remake of the first one. <laughs> and like, so it's like, yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, but I love, I love all that whole series. That whole series, I love the whole series. So I actually have that uh, the one you're saying with them with the chainsaw all over his head. I actually have that poster in my living room. <laughs> the original poster of that. <laughs> I think I still have the old VHS floating around in my VHS collection somewhere. <laughs> um, it, it, with uh, um, no, did you watch Army of Darkness 
in the theater? Were you lucky enough to see it in the theater, or were you? Because that was '92. No, I think I was. I think I might have been still too. I'm not sure when that came out. '92 or Do you remember when that came out? '90s was it '90? It was. I don't remember. (laughs) It was. I was still. I don't think I'd met my wife yet, and that was in '93. So, um, I got lucky enough to go see at '92. I got lucky enough to see an advanced screening of that in a theater. And it was literally like during a blizzard because there's like, we get there and there's like eight people because (laughs) we we managed to get through all the snow. We get there and we're like, we're going to get there early, make sure we get good seats. And me and my buddy are sitting (laughs) there and they're like, literally the theater that we went to was like holding off letting people like starting the movie to get as many people in there as they could and at one point yeah. they're like yeah we're this is it no one's wanting to get through this snowstorm <laughs> and we're like okay <laughs> that's lucky so we went in saw it and it had the original ending still and then oh I remember, wow i remember when it finally came out on vhs tape we're sitting there watching it and me and my buddy are like what, what the hell is this <laughs> this isn't the ending. What, what does it yeah, that's that's all the theater. Uh, and it was we were at, we were a test audience to get. The, we were one of the people that got to see the original ending before they decided to change it. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I've, that's I've only great. Been, I've only been able to do that like a handful of times in my life, and and uh, one of the other times was I got to see Mimic, and uh, this um, little. Um, uh, uh, Mexican guy was in there. Uh, he he was the guy that directed the movie. Uh, no one knew who he was. He was just some guy that no one. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Guillermo yeah. del yeah Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Who the hell is he? <laughs> he he was in there and yeah. he was with like somebody from was it Miramax or Dimension Films, and they were asking us questions after we watched the movie. And That's we're awesome. oh my god, I'm trying to remember where I was because it was uh it was at a big convention. And they literally like bust people from the convention over to this theater wow. so we could watch this movie and be a test audience. And then they bust us back. And it's funny because I remember this this day that he he hated the movie and he's just bad mouthing. Did he really? Yeah, he's just talking crap about it during. The movie. Wow, I I mean I don't mind it. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> you know, I guess it's, if it's you funny. watch his cut of the movie and the the theatrical cut. Um, he oh. liked what he did, but when we got the theatrical cut, which is pretty much the movie that we saw in the theater, uh, when I saw the advanced screening was, it was taken away from him and completely re-edited by the people at like, the oh, mission. geez. So yeah, I hate when they do that. He's not That's dumb. But. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad, your, your dad is the one that got you into horror then. Um, yeah, I, I say my biological dad because he, he, I have a stepdad too. So I, you know, I don't want to mix the two because my stepdad is my real dad. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I completely understand that. I have a stepdad. And, yeah. And dad. Then I have my, then I had my father in law who was like a dad too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now um, you said you you discovered horror young. Did you? Um, was your dad one of the guys who like? just let you watch whatever uh, or okay. yeah he yeah he's uh he thought it was funny uh because like when i was really young like he showed me uh 
child's play, like when I was really young, I was probably like four or five, you know, like, and I had, I had one of those, my buddy dolls that it's based on. So like, I, he, he showed, I mean, that like traumatized me, but in a good way, (laughs) because again, it it shaped my whole, who I am now. Uh, But yeah, so I, as soon as I saw that, I had a, they had to throw out my, my buddy doll. Uh, You know, I had, I had nightmares for months about it after that. Um, But yeah, so he showed me that, of course, without my mom, my mom was like, don't show him these things. And he's like, sure, I won't do that. And then of course he did. (laughs) So the house (laughs) play. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I I do have to give him credit for that, you know, so. You know, you're not the first person to tell me that they were traumatized with their My Buddy doll and Child's Play. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, that's, it's what it's based after. I mean, it's it's like, yeah, so they're not like him. They're not that different. I think my buddy came with a hat. <laughs> I think that's about the only difference. <laughs> that's the difference. Well, that's pretty much the only difference. Because that came out, I believe, 88, I think. 88 yeah. or 89. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was funny because uh, I was working at a grocery store as a bag boy. I was still in, in school. A woman I used to, that worked in back in the back, she was sitting there, she goes, man, she goes, my son keeps throwing out his My Buddy doll. We keep getting it and putting it back in his room. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, have you seen Child's Play yet? <laughs> and this is what it had He probably just... thinks it's sneaking in. Oh, yeah. They thought, his, her son <laughs> thought it was getting back in the house. And I'm like, oh, my God. Traumatize your own kid without knowing it. And, and I guess the kid, like, 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 legitimately, like, tore it apart, like, peed on it and everything yeah threw it in the garbage oh, yeah that's, sure that's it didn't come back that's fair <laughs> yeah uh that's fair I, and and now I, I look back at that and i'm thinking about how bad of a parent i was um my kids are in their um my 25 year old now um when i we had our old apartment and I worked third shift so i'd always try to sleep during the day and he'd come back and wake me up all the time i'm like bud let daddy sleep so the only way I could keep him out of going all the way back to my room was I had a Chucky, the full size Chucky doll. I set it in the hallway to my bedroom and then went to sleep because he would go to that point and then turn around and go back. <laughs> and uh, now I, that's good. Now that's like, good. Oh, was I a horrible parent? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, all right. Um, gotta get back to these hard hitting questions again. Here. Um, uh, you, you're now uh, part of the Horror Hall of Fame, the Horror Host yep. Hall of Fame. Horror Host Hall of Fame. Um, yep. Have you worked with any other horror hosts on your show? Uh, yes, I have. I worked with um, Dr. Freak, who's uh, Henrik Kuto. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's a local filmmaker. Um, I also have worked with um, The Creeper out of Moraine, which he's in the, in the Horror Host Hall of Fame now, too. Um, I've worked with Iris and Retina, who are also out of uh, Dayton. Uh, they have a, their show's called the Mondo Smash a Go Go. Uh, has like a '70s like hippie kind of feel to it. It's it's pretty fun. I also worked with um, uh, a Gasly Ghoul. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I've done. I did a a thing at Wiley's Comedy Club with him, like a like an actual like stand up comedy thing, which. Never will I do that again because not not because of not because of 
ghastly, but because I'm not good at that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, uh, who else? Oh, man, I feel like I've worked with other people. I mean, I've interviewed several. Um, I guess you could say I worked with Marlena Midnight. Um, and uh, uh, because I we did a horror, like a horror hound special where we did this thing where I was trying to find her and stuff. So I don't know. I've interviewed, I've interviewed multiple horror hosts um, from, you know, Count Gordeval to freaking, I mean, everybody, Joe Bob Briggs, you know, so, um, so yeah, I've, I mean, I've worked with a lot of other ones, <laughs> so uh, we've, every time we try, we try to anyway, so. Yeah, um, it, it, it's, it's fun, because. I, first first interview I did that was a horror host was uh, a ghastly ghoul. Uh, yeah. We had fun with him. He was telling me about the episode that he just decided to just stare at the camera for like 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. That's yeah. I think everybody thought it was going to, it was supposed to be something, something was going to happen. So uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's always said that's like his most watched episode. So <laughs> cause hey. everybody thinks something's going to happen. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. For <laughs> he goes, people had to double check because because he had candles burning in the background. So people knew it wasn't just a photo. I was like, yeah, man, it never works. Um, with, with being a horror host and, you know, now in, in Dayton area with the sheer amount of horror hosts in this area is crazy um in ohio and it's funny because i've yeah. talked to horror hosts from uh, um all the way out to uh you know california to pennsylvania down to florida and everybody's like ohio ohio's where you go <laughs> that's where horror hosts go or <laughs> yeah. where horror hosts come from and i was like i didn't i didn't pretty much even because I found out that that people I knew were connected to the horror host that I didn't know were connected to the horror host. Um, I've known yeah. Henrik for a while now, and then he started doing popcorn fodder. And then I found out that he had, you know, Dr. Freak. And, and I'm like, okay. And I started looking in and I, I, <laughs> I, like I said, I met you at, at like a, a horror Rama. And then I knew Matt and he was telling me, and then, Matt sent me a list one time. He's like, yeah, this, here's all the bunch of the people from our area. And I'm like, geez, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's a ton, man. There's a ton. Just in the Dayton area, like how many there's been throughout the years. I mean, Ohio in general has a ton, but just in the Dayton area, like we were we were going through them. There's There was like 20 or something, like just in the Dayton area. Oh, yeah. It's like, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't know if you'd want to, but I think it's because of Dr. Creep being from Dayton. I think so. And uh, yeah, I've talked to people, not even in the United States on, on my other show. And they're like, oh, I've seen stuff with Dr. Creep. And I'm like, where? And they're like, YouTube. And I'm like, and he, yeah. he's like, and they're like, where, how far are you from? How far from, you know, what? I'm like, uh, about 30 minutes is... <laughs> <laughs> and they're like really and i'm like yeah it's like he he lived down the road you know not down the road but he lived you know down the from us and i was like i had a mutual friend and and they're like yeah we watched dr creep and i was like uh is it that's crazy germany i think they had found him wow and um that's yeah, crazy like, 
Yeah. And it was, it was, uh, don't get me wrong. They were Americans that have been transplanted to, uh, Germany, but yeah, they're like, yeah, we were looking for horror hosts. We found these old ones with Dr. Creep. I'm like, yeah, go, go watch as many as you can. I was like, then I was like, started listing off all <laughs> yeah. these other people. And, uh, they're yeah. like, okay, I'll look into it. And I don't know if they went and looked up any of them, but have <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I actually, uh, got to go to his funeral. So I was, uh, lucky, you know, unlucky enough, I guess, to go to his funeral, but so, yeah, I, and it's, it's unfortunate. Cause I actually never met the man in life. I never actually got to meet him. So, but, uh, yeah. So yeah. I know he's a huge influence on a lot of people, like especially a horror host, even yeah. not just date, like, uh, not, not Dayton, not, not just Ohio, but like, in general, like a lot of other horror hosts, you know, they'll cite him as like their influence, you know. So, well, um, of a mutual friend, uh, Dave, uh, Dave and Mike, um, from Troy, they hung out with with Dr. Creep back in the day. I guess he was at a, a, a horror, horror hound, and um, like Elvira came to go find him. So, <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's about yeah. right. Yeah. That's like, what I'm saying. Like he, he had far reaching, uh, uh, influence on stuff, so, which is really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Here, here we go. Another hard hitting question. Oh yeah. Baron full Baron movie. Would you do a movie just about the Baron? <laughs> we've, uh, we've talked about that. Uh, we've talked about doing a full length movie. Um, I've kicked around the, the idea of it being a musical. Um, uh, so I, it's not out of the question, but it, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but yeah, uh, definitely not out of the question. And, uh, okay. Okay. And if you wouldn't play the Baron, who would you get to play the Baron? What actor would you want to bring in to play? <laughs> oh, wow. Play me as the Baron? Yeah. Oh, Lord. I don't, I don't even know. I can't. I can't picture anybody else playing that character but me. So <laughs> it's just because he's. I like. I don't know how. I mean, you'd have to get a an expert thespian in there. Um, I don't know, like uh, George Clooney or something. <laughs> like Brad Pitt, somebody that can match my handsome. Got to get uh, and my acting ability. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh-huh. So, you know, I, I've asked people because everybody, everybody else tells me that, you know, that, that their character is like them turn on 11 and you say you're vastly different. Do you have to like get in a different mind state when you're, when you're the Baron? Do you have to like, does, okay. I do. Yeah, actually I have to. So when I am going to do the Baron stuff, so when I'm about to be on camera, First and foremost, I have to walk around for a little while, try to like really amp myself up a little bit. And then I, I go over the lines that I have to remember. A lot of it's improv. So a lot of it, I, it just comes off the top of my head or off the top of Matt's head. So, but if there's something specific I have to remember, I'll uh, walk around, I'll amp myself up a little bit, kind of go over my lines over and over and over again in my head. And then once I feel like there's a click, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to be the Baron. So then I will get on camera and I'll, I'll do my best. You know, uh, when I, when we first started, it was extremely difficult because the, the character is so much different than my own personality. 
So the very first like actual episode we we uh, filmed uh, that was the first episode. I I like could not remember anything. So like it was like fifty six takes later, and, and Matt and Matt's like, "What is go? What is the problem? What's wrong? You're like all you have to say is your name, the show, and that's it." Like, why can't you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. Like, and then he was like, all right, just calm down, you know, get, get, you know, get into a different mindset, walk away for a minute, you know, we'll take a little break and then come back. And then when I came back, I was, I did fine. I, I got it. But like, and, and I really haven't had that much trouble since it's just, you know, I have to, I do kind of have to amp myself up a little bit because it's not, it's not really me. Like, cause I, I'm not like that in real life. So, uh, so, but yeah, it's fun. All right. Um, I got to ask you because I'm staring at all the board games behind you. <laughs> yeah. M- mine, are, mine are over here and upstairs and at the yeah. shop because I don't have room for mine either. What's your favorite game behind <laughs> you? Oh, man. There's so many. There's so many behind me here. Uh, I have the Evil Dead 2 board game. Yes. Uh, so that one's really fun. Uh I don't know. I couldn't tell you what's my favorite. They're all, they all have their merits. So I actually have a, uh, a board game uh, YouTube channel. It's called the drunken pawn. So that's why, that's why these are here. Like I, these, this is my set. Basically Uh, we play board games, drink craft beer and stuff like that. So that's, that's why they're, these are back here, but yeah, as you can see, I got a lot of classics. Yeah. Dark tower, original dark tower. I got original hero quest. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and we do a lot of new stuff too. A lot of new games. There's a lot of really cool games out there. So oh, yeah. we just try to highlight that stuff on the Drunken Pawn. Yeah, I I see. It's funny because one set is this way when I record, and then when I record my show, it's this way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's that's that my set easy. right there. I, I just <laughs> yeah. slightly different. Um. Well, you got betrayal at the House on the Hill. Love that game. Yep. Love that game. Great, about, yeah. I got the Scooby Doo version because I thought, oh man, I'm gonna have yet to play it. It's still boxed up, sitting on a shelf somewhere. I didn't know there was a Scooby Doo version. That's pretty yes. cool. <laughs> there's also there's a Scooby Doo version of that, and then we ordered uh, one before that, and it's like, oh, play, but it's one of them one time playthrough games, so you have to keep buying the. Uh, um, and I'm like, I don't like those. I like it when you can just bust out the board and play. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm with you on that. And for my birthday, my uh, one of my best friends gave me the horrified North American version. So it's the uh, North, what, what the American version, I mean? characters. Yeah, it's all the it's all Is the it, uh, the cryptids. Cryptids, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I've yet to play that one, unfortunately. But yeah, me I either. To. I got, I just got it for my birthday like two weeks ago, so it's just sitting on the shelf now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You got you do a show with with board games now. I'll push that one now. Um, I okay, thanks. I run the whole thing where we used to play like once a week. It was like every Thursday we played a board game. Do you? That's hilarious. That's when we film. We film every Thursday. <laughs> we we had issues because like everybody moved away or everybody's hours changed at work, and now we like we're like, hey, let's play board games, and everyone's like, yes, when can you play? And they're like, we can play on Fridays till seven o'clock. I'm like, I don't leave work till seven o'clock. How about Saturday afternoons? <laughs> like, no, I'm at work. Well, Thursdays. Thursdays oh, no. are my day off. When can you work on a Thursday? Well, 
can we do it this day? I'm like, I already got plans. We're going to the movies because Thursday's my day off. <laughs> I go to the movies <laughs> on Thursday. Um, yeah. And, it's it's difficult. And I, I keep telling my friends, I'm like, if you guys want to play at like midnight to two, three o'clock in the morning, that's my prime <laughs> time. <laughs> that's normally when uh, I sleep. That's when I edit. That's when I do all my work. And uh, now I've got, hell, I've got brand new RPGs that I haven't even touched yet. So, but, we're, yeah. but now you got a show now. So, evidently, you don't have that problem. <laughs> not yet. Uh, luckily, not yet. Uh, every once in a while, you know, people can't show up or whatever. But yeah, we're pretty consistent. Like, uh, I try to post a new video every week. So, every, every Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, um, I think our last one was Drinking Quest, uh, which is like a, it's an RPG made to be a drinking game, um, which was pretty fun. And then uh, Return to Dark Tower was one of the newer ones we've done, which is the the, re the, the sequel to Dark Tower. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we got, I mean, I think I we've done probably over 100 now. I mean, we've been doing it for like two years, so... <laughs> Yeah. Well, what, what what game have you found a game yet that you started to play and you're just like, yeah, this game's horrible and just abandoned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I not we've never stopped playing a game. There, there are games where we're like, oh, after we're done with it, we're like, yeah, well, I'm never playing that again. <laughs> but like, I've never actually stopped playing a game. No, uh, I like to because you never know. You know, it could be bad at first and then pick up later. I, it's kind of like movies, you know, in that sense. It's like I, we watch a lot of me and my girlfriend watch a really a lot of bad movies. Like uh, we do this thing where, that we call the uh, Dollar Tree Classics. So we go to the Dollar Tree, we pick them up, all their all their horror movies that they have there, and then we watch. You know, we watch them, you know, occasionally. And some of them are just, God, so bad. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, it, see, that's similar to what I, I, I managed the Hollywood video for several years. And I would be the one that everybody else would watch, you know, because everybody watches the mainstream movies. But I was the one that watched the bad movies because everybody would come <laughs> to me to ask what to watch. And I'm like, Dad. I would tell people because they'd, be, they'd bring movies up and I'm like, don't rent that. <laughs> like, yeah, why it's like terrible <laughs> yeah. and you're going to complain and i'm the one you're going to complain to when you got <laughs> and uh yeah. people would complain like that movie's horrible i want a free rental i'm like that's not uh, how it what? works dude but and then of course yeah. so i would preemptively strike against that going you're not going to like that movie <laughs> <laughs> I also yeah. the i knew the people that would rent movies that would that hated foreign movies because back in the day, they would just market all movies. They wouldn't tell you it's foreign or they wouldn't tell you it's subtitled unless you like looked on the back. And so I'd come, people would bring me movies. I'm like, you're not going to like that. Why? Because it's German and it's subtitled. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah I don't want to rent that. And <laughs> yeah. And then the big boss would be standing there looking at me going, well, you're not supposed to tell them. I'm like, do you want to give them a free rental or do you want to strike against them and not give them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And now I do that in my own business. I'll have people come in to go to buy movies. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to want that movie. Why? <laughs> I was like, I, then why is it on your show? Because I know the people that will buy that movie and you're not one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so with doing 
uh, Baron Von Porkchop doing your uh, board game YouTube show. Um, and then you work at GameSwap. How do you find the time? <laughs> uh, well, the Baron has been on hiatus for like three years now oh, because of the, damn, the pandemic, because of the pandemic. So it's really hard to get people together to do anything. Um, it's starting to loosen up now. So we're, we're you know, we're, we're making plans. Uh, but I'm not sure when we're going to get to filming again because uh, we do both of us, Matt and myself, have very limited time. You know, like between all the other projects we we both do and all that, it's like when are we going to be able to do this again? But we're going to try to we're going to try to figure it out and and get some more at least maybe a couple more specials out at least. You know, like a Halloween special. Um, uh, we used to do Black Friday specials. <laughs> Uh, which were pretty those ones are pretty funny because they're uh where we introduced uh, a character called the chicken man uh and it, he's like a a, mut a mutant chicken man that i i made and then i regretted it immediately because he's like a, a um an angsty teenager so <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's those are fun so uh we're hoping to at least do some of that you know some something so so the baron will be back it, it, I'm hope yeah we're hoping we're hoping he's he's gonna he's gonna make an appearance again some at some point. Well, I I I've not been lucky enough to watch your stuff as it airs. Uh, I have been lucky enough to Matt has hooked me up with some DVDs. Uh, I've I've you know caught it here and there, but you know it's like I I wasn't sure how long it's been between episodes or whatever. Um, do you find that that with the internet now with you know being on the monster channel and do you have like have, has it picked up more since you've been off or since you were on tv on public access uh it was definitely we had more there was more like uh people recognizing and, and like watching the show i think when we were actually on the atv uh, back when we first started, when we first aired, um, the, I mean, monster channel is great. I mean, cause you can find episodes and stuff on there, but they're not chronological. They don't really need to be, but they're, they're like, and they're kind of sparse, you know, that it's like, you might be on there. You might not. Um, so I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is I have a channel set up. It's called the, the terrifying tales online. Uh, and I'm, for on youtube and i'm trying to work with matt to get a couple of the episodes on there so that way we don't have to rely on oh you have to catch on dta DATV, or you have to catch it on the monsters channel we'll still send people those way that way but we'll have a couple that are just available so you can just go on there and and check out the show to see if you even like it you know so um it won't be all of them uh just a few just a little you know uh, pieces here and there just so you can get a taste um, um i don't know when that's going to happen hopefully soon but yeah, yeah you're you're one of the few that that isn't on youtube i mean it's because matt's old school uh he he uh, he has a distrust of youtube <laughs> so i uh I, and I, I, that's why i'm like dude just let me handle it um He's he keeps thinking we're gonna get in trouble and all this stuff. Like if we have to put something on there, and it's like it's not that's not how it works. They just take it off. Yeah, like I they just take it down. I my Saturday morning show, 
people are like, well, one is, is that I, as I tell people, I didn't care about being monetized because I knew I was never going to make a fortune off of this stuff. It's whatever. So yeah. I just do them for fun and also do them so that people can see old Saturday morning cartoons that they may have missed or whatever. Yeah. And so everybody's like, well, how do you work? I was like, one is, is that if they don't want it up, they take it down. When my, mm -hmm. when it uploads, it goes, no. So yeah. <laughs> that is not nope, airing. So it. it'll tell you and, and it'll tell you that you're like, oh, you can hit this button and it will edit out that part. I found out don't do that. Take it down completely. Edit it out yourself because that takes like five minutes to have that scene and then yeah. put it back up and then it works fine. Um, you know, because most of the time they don't care. There's movies that I thought for sure. We're never going to be uh, like my, I do uh, uh, Sci Fridays. We do uh, old sci fi shows from the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, even in the early 2000s. I thought, no way are they going to let me air Freaky Links or, uh, or Strange Luck. Nope, they don't care. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it, <laughs> and it will come up. It's and, weird. And it'll say, um, uh, unable to monetize any monetization from this show will go to the creators of these shows. And I'm like, good cool. maybe they'll finally yeah. come out on blu-ray i <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like good that's a good thing yeah <laughs> maybe maybe if i'm doing this maybe you'll figure out that people want to see this and we'll actually get a physical copy of it or something yeah. streaming um, exactly and and that's the way it is and and legitimately four times i've done 60 three episodes of my Saturday morning show and I've done 21 of the Sci Fridays four cartoons didn't make it wow that's it and then they're just like take it down I went in I pulled that part out of the show trimmed it took my introduction scenes out put it back together put it back out one I took the um scenes out put a new cartoon in and then Reese, and it's like, yep, fine. You're good. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You, YouTube, uh, they don't, people worry about it. And yes, you know, somebody might use, but I'm like, I, I don't care. It's, it's, I'm having fun. Um, I, I, that's where I found all these other like uh, horror hosts and stuff. And I've been watching them because I turned it on uh, at my shop. And uh, like I said, I've got a couple uh, of the Barons DVDs and like I'll pop those in occasionally. Um, but usually I let it stream with other people's channels like uh, um, um, Psycho, Psycho um, um, uh, Sally the Zombie Cheerleader, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Tennessee Macabre. I'll just put those on in the background and people like I, I love the fact that I got a lot of like 20 some year old kids. And they'll just like, what's this? I'm like, ah, let me tell you, boys. This is what a <laughs> horror host was. <laughs> just step right up. I'll yeah. tell you a time before the internet when you used to watch horror <laughs> movies. <laughs> and, and it's worked because I've legitimately had people like sitting there and they'll like go on their phone and then like subscribe to their channels while yeah. they're standing there watching it. Um, I've had people go search them online while I'm watching them on TV. Um, yeah. And you know, is it, is it great? I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I don't know if you can make money off of it. And as I've talked yeah, to, we're not trying to either. That's yeah. the thing. Like, we're not trying to make a bunch of money on, on our stuff either. It's just like, I just would like more people to be able to 
see the show, you yeah. know, that r- rather than just trying to have to rely on certain things that may or may not have them at certain times, you know, because not everybody's schedules the same, no. you know, like, so like, it's like, if they can't catch them on the, those two things, it's like, well, you have an outlet that's always available that mm-hmm. you can just go to click it, watch it whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I'm trying to, we're trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure that out. <laughs> oh, so this is to Matt right now, Matt, just put them on YouTube. If they don't <laughs> want them on there, they will tell you to take them down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to like, and I, like I said, I'm going to, I'll be running that. So I'll be running all that. I just got to get the, 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 uh, get the stuff from him, all the episodes and stuff from him. And, and then we can, we can sort out which ones he wants on and which ones he doesn't and all that. So they could be, could be as bad as me. My old TV show, I have a lot of the raw footage, but the finished shows were all left and forgotten at the TV station in tip city. Uh, so oh, I have no. no idea what ever happened to them because oh, no. uh, uh, I went down there one time and it was after Andy had left and I'm like, Hey, do I have any of my old shows? <laughs> and this lady's like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I did a show here. It ran up after shock theater on Saturday nights. Um, it was called group therapy TV. Do you have any of the VHS tapes? And she's like, well, we just threw all the tapes in a box after a certain point. And I'm like, ah, oh, oh no. Uh, uh. <laughs> I wish I'd done backups. Now, now, now I, <laughs> I back up everything. Now I got, I got, freaking i always do this i got these like terabyte hard drive these multiple terabyte hard drives with all my yeah. <laughs> all your stuff on it yeah that's that's that that's the way to go man yeah that's what i'm trying to do with matt too i'm trying to make it like okay you give me all the stuff and that way we have another backup even so like mm-hmm. you have your backups i'll have a backup so we won't ever lose any of the shows you know now were so. you digital from the beginning or were you uh actual videotapes uh he in the very beginning we did uh the mini dvd mm-hmm. or the mini uh tapes the mini tapes so he had like a little handheld camcorder with the mini tapes in it uh and that's what we did um now i think it's all digital i want to say he's got a nicer camera now but i'm not sure if it still has tapes i i, I don't know i couldn't tell you <laughs> um oh, I, here's another question i've had to ask everybody because have you ever had to abandon a show? Like you had it all What do you planned. mean abandon it? Like uh, you were already in production or something and found out you couldn't use the movie or something came up that you just had to kind of walk away from of, uh, an episode. No, that's never happened. Uh, we've always, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Matt's really good at like being like, okay, these are the things that we need to get done. Let's get them done. And then once, that's done. He already knows the movie's going to be okay. He's he's very good at researching movies, so he's he's one hundred percent. He's like, okay, this movie is is public domain for sure. We're not going to have any problems with that. Uh, shooting locations and stuff like that. He always has them set up beforehand, or he already knows like for sure they're public places, or he can get in there or whatever. Like, so it's never really been an issue. Um, and if like actors don't show up, we just don't use them. We just take their character out. So it's like, <laughs> so, so it's never really been an issue. So I was going to say, well, character doesn't show up, throw a wig and a, and a mask on somebody else and send them. <laughs> exactly. We've done that a few times. We have a, uh, a two uh, of our basically character actors, Josh Weinberg and my friend, uh, um, Marie Smith or is Thomas Smith. Uh, he, those two guys have been pretty much 
everything on the show, like from monsters to pe- like people walking down the street to like, you know, just all kinds of stuff. So th- those two guys, they're pretty much, and they're always like, yeah, we'll do it, you know, like no matter what, you know, so they're very, uh, um, we, I don't know what we do without those two guys. Cause they, they're always there for us on this kind of stuff. So, yeah, it, it, like I, I've, I've, I've said this and I, and I, and I will tell every, every horror hostess, I appreciate all the work you guys put into these. I appreciate you guys keeping the horror host alive. Um, I think this is at this point, a, uh, uh, a renaissance uh, uh, of of the return of the horror host at this point. Um, yeah, uh, the internet actually has helped that somehow. Uh, yeah, because I mean, there's so many YouTube guys now, so which is cool. I mean, that's I like that. I like that there's more and more. That's that just keeps the word spreading. So yeah, and and I've met so many people. They're like, have fun with it. Do it. Do it. And I'm like, that's what my <laughs> that was my. Uh, introduction to it from matt was he's like have fun with it do it i'm like (laughs) yeah so like i said i knew that i would not be probably a good horror host even though i did come up with my character i had the whole thing made up uh i just started doing it over here and uh maybe a good idea if you already have a character set up maybe he could be on the baron one time well, just have I, you come on the Baron show as the character you came up with? <laughs> I, I I would totally do that. I've actually got people asking me. They're like, "Can we get your character to do a one-off show?" And I'm like, "I don't know." I was like, "I'd have to go dig the. I have the costume that I put together, and it's never been yeah. on film. It's never been, but it, it's one of the ones that yeah, I totally do it in a heartbeat. I, uh, <laughs> I I I've told the I've told people who the character was. It was Doctor Edgar Shelley Lovecraft. PhD, not MD. Nice. So he was like this. I had this <laughs> professor like character. I had the tweed jackets with the patches on the. And <laughs> nice, classic. And um, I got all these books back there on on uh, uh, like witchcraft and all that stuff. So I'd always be like reading them with a pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's a and great then, character. And then, and then here comes my, something here back comes my youngest son. What do you want, Vince? A cheeseburger. Well, go get a cheeseburger. <laughs> this is what you need. Go upstairs, bud. You gonna say hi to everybody? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bud. Ah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> everybody needs four or five kids. I got four of them. <laughs> Three of them are adults. Yeah. He's the youngest, and he, he and I always say, but he he has autism. So everybody's just um, if he had been our first kid, he'd been our last kid. <laughs> he is a handful every moment of every day uh um, yeah, but uh yeah no i would i would totally be down to bring because you're you're literally out of all the people i've talked to have asked me to bring the character out or i you're the closest <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, I would totally because i could just throw it in a box drive down to dayton and yep. <laughs> we could appear um but yeah yeah I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat no problem um yeah awesome let's see Got everything. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, um, I'm going to start asking people this one now. You could have any band on your show. Who are you having on your show? A band. You have a band. Oh. Hmm. Let me think. Well, we've already had Todd the Fox on the show. 
So, I mean, that's already a legend right there. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I don't know. Uh, Garth Brooks? Garth Brooks. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm not. I, honestly, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question because there's a there's a lot of bands that I like that probably wouldn't really match with the show. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd have to leave that one up to Matt. God, he likes the hair metal stuff, so he'd probably say like uh, Motley Crue or Guns and Roses or something like that. <laughs> what, what music do you like? What's your what's your genre? What's um, your... I I have a a pretty wide range of things i like i I like i like country music old country music not new country music i always have to cut that line because i want people thinking i like this new garbage stuff um i like uh some metal i like classic rock you know you classic like alice cooper or ozzy osbourne and stuff like that of course i like that stuff um but yeah man i mean I, i like some pop stuff some newer stuff new metal some new metal i just i don't know there's a i have a huge range of stuff i like oh so <laughs> me too I, i'm mostly metal mostly i'm a metal guy i am i love my metal my heavy my my anywhere from like i've legitimately seen brett michaels and then like a week later seen like white chapel so <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a huge range of metal, range of metal yeah. there. <laughs> but I'm big into synth wave and, uh, um, I, I grew up on old country. Um, have you heard of Sturgill Simpson? Oh yeah. I know Sturgill Simpson. Yeah. yeah. I got, I, I, like I, I picked up a couple of his albums recently and like legit albums. Yeah. I got final. Uh, oh, wow. And, but no, I, I, I decided to start asking people and you're the first person asked if you could get a band on your show, who would it be? So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's a tough question. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of good bands and there's a lot of people I'd like to have on there. Honestly, I mean, we did do a, a, a live event called the Baron's ball where we had a bunch of local bands uh, come on. So, you know, tons of different local bands. I, it was a while ago, so I can't really name them <laughs> right now, but, uh, but yeah, so it's not like, it's definitely something that we do as part of the show. So, one second, Vince, turn it down. Turn it down now. I will turn it off. No, turn it down. It's too loud. It's not too loud. It's too loud. No, it isn't. Too loud. <laughs> <laughs> we have the we have the ongoing joke. My my kids are always yelling at me. My older boys, they're like, "You got." Oh, hold on a second. Now I definitely can't have that one. You gotta turn it down because I cannot have. Turn it down to five, and then five or you turn it off. Five or you turn it off. All right, there. That's fine. All right. Sorry. 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 You're fine. You're fine. But um, I lost my train of thought here. Damn it. Oh. That's what kids will do for you. They will lose your train of thought. Um, no, with, uh, with music, I mean, I don't know. I, I think kind of, I've recently discovered that horror hosts and, and, and music kind of go hand in hand because I've seen a lot of these guys, horror hosts bringing in bands and stuff. And I'm like, that's a hell of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting here talking about metal and I'm legitimately wearing a garbage (laughs) t-shirt. 
Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I mean, that's, they're a good band, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good band. Saw them 20 years apart. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, this is the funny part. Um, I've, I've asked people, when you develop your character, did you ever regret doing something when you developed your character? Like most people say they wish they would have got away from the makeup and just done something with like, Oh it. yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. The makeup does suck. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, especially on hot days. Cause a lot of our stuff is filmed outside or in, in like non air conditioned places. So like, it'll start running into your eyes and like, it's, it's terrible. Um, what I, the wardrobe. Okay. I, the way I dress is, is a three piece suit basically. And again, when it's hot outside, you get very, very roasty. Um, and when I first bought my jacket, it was like two sizes too small. So like I, I could barely move my arms in it. So that's a regret. <laughs> I should have bought a bigger jacket. And I did eventually. I did eventually upgrade and get a bigger one. But uh, yeah, so yeah, if you can't avoid the makeup, I would say avoid the makeup, but <laughs> if you can't, if you need, if your character needs that, then go for it. But just, just know you're not going to be comfortable, especially if you're at a convention or something and you have to be in it for hours and hours at a time. Or sometimes we would do all three days at Horror Hound and I'd have to be in it all three days at Horror Hound. So it's like at, at a certain point, you just kind of lose your mind because you're just like in this three piece suit with a bunch of makeup on. You're just like, oh, God, let it end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I, um, that's that's what's funny because I had one person goes, "Yeah, I, I wish I would have just told him to put on some silly glasses and a hat." And then the next yeah. one was Doctor Dre. He goes, "I put the silly glasses and the hat on because I didn't want to wear makeup." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a smart guy, smart guy. Uh, well, I, and with creating my character, you know, the character I do with the show is is I didn't. That was just me. And then people started naming me until finally they named me the captain <laughs> or captain cartoon is my nickname. And I'm like, okay, so I didn't have any say in what my name was. The people watching my show are the ones that named that's me. cool though. And I felt good. And that's then also, so I had to name nice. them. So I called them the tune platoon. So <laughs> yeah, that's um, great. Yeah, no, that's great. What other, uh, to a horror host coming up, somebody who's just decided they went and bought their camera they're going to put their horror host stuff on youtube what is your advice for them my advice paul for you is just do it <laughs> just go out and do it Damn. uh yeah i mean don't be afraid of what people are going to talk people are going to say you're going to have people that are not going to like it mm -hmm. you're going to have people that are going to love it you cater to the people that are going to love it because there are going to be people out there that's going to like it. Don't ever, don't get that in your head. Like, Oh, people are going to hate it. And I'm, I'm not any good and blah, blah, blah. Because if you do that, you've already failed. You might as well not do it because you know, you already have the wrong mindset. So just make sure you, you be positive about it and just shoot a few episodes and see how it goes. You know, that easy. <laughs> see, you you were talk, talking about this. I took it this way. I had one person so far just tear into one of my episodes. They loved the episode, hated me. Like, oh, like personally, they're like, yeah, I could do without you. And I have to suffer through you on the show. And I'm like, hey. Wow. 
I think I've made it. And my buddy goes, look, he's, how do you think that? I'm like, dude, that guy had to take time out of his day to write that. <laughs> to be, I, an, be a complete a-hole. <laughs> yeah. To, 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 I affected him that much that he had to stop <laughs> doing something, go, I don't like you. You suck. You know, it's like, <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've had people do that on, uh, on uh, my my YouTube channel, the the Drunken Pawn, we've had people like, "Well, oh, you guys are you guys are annoying and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Then don't watch the show. I don't, what do you want? Like, don't watch." <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I'm like, there are other people doing exact same thing that I'm doing. If you don't like me, go watch them, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 this is what I'm about. And you were saying it. Have fun. Just yeah, absolutely. Enjoy what you're doing. Just have fun doing it. And exactly. um, if you, if you don't enjoy it, if like you do a couple episodes and you hate it, then don't do it. Like it, you just, yeah. just don't do it anymore. Like if you hate it, don't do it. Like or, or it's that easy. It's one or the other. <laughs> or, or, or if you don't like it, change your character, do something else. Come back yeah. at it from a different angle, man. Give it exactly. A, give it a shot. Go with it. Like I, like, you know, when, when, like I said, Matt told me to go for it. I went for it. I didn't think i was going to do the horror host because like i said there's good ones and i didn't think i was going to be good so i was like i had joked around about doing saturday morning serials which was going to be filmed watching me watching cartoons so it was gonna be like a more of a okay. mystery science theater thing where i was gonna like eat cereal oh, and, watch sure, yeah. and i was like Man, and then I'm watching an, an old like VHS tape of a Saturday morning cartoon where you had the host, like the guys would come out and talk between the cartoons. I'm like, I kind of want to do that. And I decided to yeah, do that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, see, it evolves, right? Yeah. So, and the first episode, like I said, I got it done and I did a couple episodes. I loved it. And I, I said, I joked around. The first person I messaged was Matt thanking him for telling me to do it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anything else you got that the Baron has the Baron has coming up or any episodes of your show that you would like to promote or uh, uh, no, nothing in particular. Like I said, we've been on hiatus on the show, so um, there's nothing coming up, you know, right now. Uh, just try to catch some stuff on the Monster Channel. Uh, and if you're local to Dayton, DATV midnights, at Friday nights at midnight. Um, uh, if you're in the Kettering area, MVCC midnight Fridays, uh, that's the best way to catch some of the episodes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> no, no, no barren appearances at any upcoming conventions or anything. No, no, no. Uh, we were going to be at Horror Hound this year, but there was some scheduling conflicts, so I'm not going to be able to make it there. Um, uh, but next year. Uh, we will we will be hitting some conventions for sure. Probably Horror Hound. That's what we, we normally do, Horror Hound. So. Well, I'm going to put this out here now. Uh, we have a show in Pickwell coming up in November. I got to get the exact date knocked in, locked in because we got to deal with the venue. Um, the Baron is welcome to come up and appear at the Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one day. It's a Sunday. You come up and hang out and okay. take off. Yeah, um, where you said it's in Piqua? Yeah, Piqua. Yeah, we'll be. Uh, What's we'll it be, called? Uh, it'll be Piqua Comic Con. We'll be at the Piqua Mall, but we just got to figure out where we're going to be at in the Piqua Mall. Uh, we just okay. did because we just got the. Uh, we just did our first one at the Piqua Mall because we'd been at the Armory 
and the Knights of Columbus and the Fairgrounds, and none of them really kind of – well, the, the Armory got taken away from us. The other two didn't really work out. I didn't like them. Uh, then the mall got us out there. We were using an old Elder Beerman's building, and everybody loved it. So literally awesome. you walk in, and it's it's still got, like, the, the crap on the wall. It's got the middle pieces. you got dressing rooms and stuff in it. Um <laughs> But yeah, everybody walked in and everybody, everybody had a good time. Everybody made money. And I mean, Henrik awesome. was there, um, you know, hanging out, selling movies and, and uh, a couple other guys I knew. Yeah, made- I mean, I'll, so, heck yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to, uh, I'll talk to um, Matt about it. See if we can work it out. Uh, yeah. Just keep, uh, keep in contact with us. Yep. Um, I, will. I, I don't see why not, um, especially on a Sunday. That's my days off. So yeah swing up and, and hang out and we can set it up yeah. i can get you uh, i know where i can set you we have the electric you can put a tv up and you show episode and <laughs> yeah. yeah and it, when you see the baron don't be shocked when it's not me because <laughs> it's not me it's not this <laughs> at all <laughs> no and, and uh to be honest if if when when you go back and look at the episodes of the bear of the baron you can if you really wanted to convince somebody go, no, that's like my cousin, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I could, I, I could. I mean, I have a lot of cousins. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the sideburns might give it away, but <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing the sideburns do. And that when I have my goatee and stuff and when I have longer hair, like I do now, that usually gives it away. Cause yeah. I have a, a unique haircut. So people are you're like, Oh, that's Baron. I actually, I had a guy, we went to, uh, it's called the Roadhouse. Um, it's up in uh, Huber Heights. Uh, uh, a guy stopped in the middle of. He was driving his truck out of the drive, the parking lot, and it was like, he was like, "Hey, hey, Baron." I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "Baron von Porkchop." I was like, "Yep, that's me." <laughs> and it, he like talked to me about like Doctor Creep and stuff that they're in the parking lot, and that was just like a couple days ago. Wow. So it, it was weird. Yeah, I, I had first time ever. You're fine. Abby's not biting you. Sorry. God dang. Yeah, um, I was at Horror Hound, uh, the one that we just had, um, and I'm walking down the aisle. I'm walking through the the, the thing. <sighs> really? Turn it down. I'm turning it off. No. Be good. That's why I locked the door upstairs. You had to go all the way around and go outside and come back in. <laughs> all right. So... I was at Horror Hound, and we're me, my wife and I are sitting in like the 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 where the, all the food vendors and stuff are, and I'm just sitting there chilling out. And there's people come up and they sit down, and they're like, they keep looking over at me, and I'm like, "Can I help you?" And they're like, "Are you on YouTube?" I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, "Well," they're like, "What what shows do you do?" And I told them, "They're like, oh yeah, my son watches your show." And I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> And yeah, that's awesome. Uh, then a couple hours later, I'm walking uh, to the to the autograph room, and I've I've legitimately I've got a Shogun Warrior, so I got this big toy sticking out of one bag. I got my bag of stuff that I just bought, and this guy walks by. He does the the like the bump on the shoulder, and he goes, "Love your show." And I turn around and I'm like. Who, who just said that <laughs> i wanted to say thank you but you were gone um that, that that's yeah. weird i've never had to happen yeah. and it's like people people have now noticed me and now i've got an ongo- ongoing joke because i i i 
say that my show was a glorified commercial for my shop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I have people who have now found my shop because of my shows. So I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's awesome. I guess, yeah, that's, that's doing its job. Then it's, yeah. it is making you money. Yes. It is. <laughs> it is monetized in a roundabout <laughs> way. Um, so, I mean, hell yeah. I, mean, yeah. I spent money on advertising for years and, yeah. and never really saw an increase. I was like, I do a free YouTube show and suddenly I get people coming in from all over. So, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I don't want to take up much more of your time. This is my kids being a little butt back here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to thank you for being on the show. I want to thank you for what you do. I, I appreciate the, the, the Baron. Oh, yeah. And uh, now we'll have to look into your other show, yeah. The Drunken Pawn. We'll check that out. And yeah. uh, thank you. I'm yeah. Really- hey, thanks so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. yeah. Any other time, any, any time. And also, uh, I'll know maybe, maybe one day you want the Baron to come on and you can get an interview for him. Yeah. That should be interesting. <laughs> well, we're planning. I was hoping to do one this month, but I don't know if it's going to happen because I've just got a lot going on. Oh, it's okay. Uh, but no we want to do um, hopefully like two shows um, where I want to get like five horror hosts on both shows and I want to do it live. Maybe the live okay. part might not happen, but have like and just That'd have hard, like, yeah. a horror host <laughs> roundtable. So sure. I've talked to to um, uh, the, the guys from Tennessee Macabre. I've talked to Hack from Hack's Horror Show talked to you i've talked to, to uh Z- sally and just do like one group and then we'll have to do another group because like everybody decided they would say yes and then i realized logistically that would be hard because be like 12 people <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be rough <laughs> so i figure five is kind of manageable with me as a moderator maybe i i that might yeah work. but yeah. uh what Fingers crossed. I don't know. I'm, I'm still yeah, working. I've been doing this for a while and I think you think I'd have this crap figured out, but I don't have it figured out. Yeah. It's always something new. Always something yep. new going on. New technology makes new problems. So yeah, always. Yep. All right. Well, I will let you go, sir. And you have yourself a great day. Thank you for being on. And uh, yeah. remember, go watch Baron, the Baron Von Porkchop uh, on uh, the monster channel and DATV, and eventually you can find them on YouTube, hopefully, but you can find The Drunken Pond on YouTube, so go check it out. Yep. So Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, sir. You, you too. All right. Vince and I want to say thank you to Stephen for showing up and talking about the Baron, and as always... You'll never stop me. Yeah, you'll never stop him. <laughs> group therapy tv is brought to you by ru game the best comic book collectible magic video game toy stop located at 124 north sunset drive pickle ohio 45356 you can find us on youtube you can find us on uh facebook you can find us on twitter you can find us on instagram uh you can find me as captain cartoon on youtube on uh twitter and you can follow us every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time for the Group Therapy TV podcast. Every Friday at 8, a, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Sci Fridays. And every 8 a.m. Saturday morning Eastern Standard Time for Saturday morning cereals. So take care and I will see you all later. Goodbye.